This is my life. This is my time. I believe. And welcome to the Dream Big and Bloom podcast, episode number 52. I'm Marty Lynn, certified dream builder coach and author of Living Happy, Rich, and Free After 60, the guidebook and scorecard for achieving your dreams. And I help women create lives they absolutely love. The dream builder program that I teach is a proven, reliable system for overcoming any challenge and achieving any dream, no matter how big it seems. And this podcast will introduce you to the powerful principles and practices of the Dream Builder system and show you how to develop the mindsets that ensure results. This week, as promised last week, I'm sharing the saga of my broken van window. This story is full of little miracles and synchronicities, and it will show you how you can use some powerful Dream Builder principles and practices to have more peace and joy in your life in spite of any circumstances, situations, or conditions. For those of you who don't know, I'm currently living one of my dreams, which is to travel and work from my 2017 Ford Transit 150 passenger van that I've converted to a camper van. Right now, I'm on my way back to the beautiful desert areas of the Southwest after having spent the summer in Denver, enjoying my daughter Katie, son-in-law Justin, and adorable granddaughter Aspen, who was two years old in June. For the past two weeks, I've been enjoying the temperate climate and fall colors in and around Cannon City, Colorado. And the first evening that I arrived in Cannon City, I chose to camp in a beautiful city campground near the Royal Gorge Park. As always, I like to position my van for the best views of sunrises and sunsets, and the slider door facing away from other campers. To do this at this particular campsite was going to require backing into the site, and I've not been very confident in my ability to back up the van. In fact, I'd been wondering about why I was feeling so limited in this department, because when I test drove the van before buying it, one of my concerns was whether I would be able to maneuver it well, and I felt very confident that I could handle it. With all the windows, which I just love, it's easy enough to turn my head around and see everything. It also has some special mirrors on the side that give a longer distance view so I can see the whole side of the van and beyond. The ease of maneuverability was actually the deciding factor in my buying it. So what happened? I allowed a should to get in my head. Do you ever do that? Do you ever should on yourself? I should learn how to use the backup camera. Why? Because it's there, and there must be value in it. And other people, including my sometime travel partner, Mike, use backup cameras. However, the backup camera on this van is very small. It has kind of a gray cast, and it doesn't show much of anything except the road directly behind you. And ever since I started trying to use it, I felt insecure about backing up. So the first Dream Builder principle illustrated here 
is to remember to follow your wisdom and not do things just because others think you should. As I often say, thou shalt not should thyself. I was thinking that I'm not good at backing up my van, and the backup camera was pretty useless. So I drove in front ways instead of backing in. But then I realized that I wanted my sliding door on the other side for more privacy. The neighboring campers were too close for comfort. Then, because of my insecurity about backing up, I decided to do a three-point turn instead of backing straight out. And suddenly I heard a thump and then the sound of crunching glass as one of the back door windows crumbled into pieces. You know how safety glass breaks, all crumbly? Oh my God, I was horrified. I thought, what just happened? What was that noise? And I looked back and saw the shattered window. My heart sank. And I'm thinking, how did that happen? What did I hit? I had no idea I was close to a tree. I got out to look and couldn't tell exactly what had happened, but it looked like I might have hit a protrusion or not from where a branch had been trimmed. And there was a big pile of green and black glass right below a branch. And I felt so sad as I thought, oh no, my beautiful van. So here was this pile of crumbled green and black glass on the ground under the tree. What a mess. How am I going to clean this up, I thought. And then my thinking went to, how much is this going to cost to get fixed? Parts and labor are so expensive. I think I have a pretty high deductible. I'm going to have to pay for this out of pocket, and it's going to be hundreds of dollars. Can you relate? All the painful thoughts of sadness and regret when you screw up? Well, Dream Builder practices to the rescue. We observe the painful thoughts, let the feelings pass through the body, and then choose better feeling thoughts. The reality is that you can't control circumstances. You can only control your reaction to circumstances. Regretting that it happened, blaming the camera, or criticizing myself doesn't change anything. And it ties up one's energy that could be used for figuring out creative solutions. Resistance just magnifies the negative energy. And as I often say, what you think about, talk about, and focus on expands. Indulging in regret, self-criticism, or blame doesn't change anything. It saps our energy and prevents us from taking the most effective actions. Because our thoughts create our feelings. Our thoughts and feelings create our actions. And our actions produce our results. My thoughts about my lack of ability to maneuver the van had led me to take actions that had created the very thing I feared, bumping into something. However, as a dream builder, I was able to notice what was going on with my mind, shift my perception, and create better results. First, I made a decision that I would not be using the backup camera anymore. I would use the windows and my common sense. I would jump out and look around to evaluate a situation when necessary and trust myself to do it well. Decision made. And secondly, I got focused on what needed to be done in the present moment to create the best results with the resources I had. So I said to myself, 
Oh, well, it is what it is. It will all work out. The first thing to do is to get the window sealed up and clean up the mess. I remember seeing a Ford dealership in town. Maybe they're open on Saturday. So I called my friend Mike to get his advice about the best way to seal up the window. And it was so interesting because when I told him what had happened and heard his empathetic, oh no, I realized that he was more upset about it in that moment than I was because I was pretty much over it and in taking action mode. So good. I told him my plan for covering the window and he agreed that it was the best I could do with what I had. I have window covers that I made out of Reflectix, which looks like silver bubble wrap. I use them for keeping the sun out, the warmth in, and for privacy. And I had some duct tape. So I would tape the window covering over the hole. He agreed that that was a good plan for what I had available. So I knocked out some of the loose glass into a plastic bag and taped it up. Then I cleaned up as much of the glass on the ground as I could because I didn't want to leave a mess at the campground. It was pretty futile, actually, trying to separate the glass beads from the gravel, and I finally gave up. Then I did a Google search for the Ford dealership, called the number, and found out from the voice recording that they were open on Saturday. I thought, fine, I've done as much as I can for now. And then I focused on enjoying the present moment, which was a beautiful sunset. I've put some pictures on the blog post for this episode. I actually was a little surprised and very pleased with myself about how quickly I processed the whole event and got over it. There was a day when I wouldn't have been able to do that. And the main thought I had was, what good does it do to be upset? It isn't going to change anything. The facts are what they are. My insurance deductible is what I decided it was going to be in order to pay the rates I wanted to pay. It will all work out. And then I thought about the positives. There's a Ford dealership in this relatively small town, and I should be able to get it fixed fairly quickly. It could be a lot worse. Can you relate? What thoughts would have been going through your head at this point? Do you have an incident in your life where you were able to process something, something you wish hadn't happened? and put a positive spin on it to feel better and think more clearly? This is what dream builders call shifting your perception. And it's such a powerful practice. Can you see the value of this practice, of choosing a better feeling thought? It isn't looking through rose-colored glasses. We aren't denying the facts. But it's the way we choose to think about the facts that affects our ability to think clearly. I didn't waste any time berating the Ford dealership for putting a crappy camera in the van or feeling sorry for myself or being angry and frustrated and flooding my body with stress hormones. When you're calm about things, you think more clearly and know what to do, the best actions to take, and you're open to hearing that still small voice. So the next morning, I called the Ford dealership. The guy looked up the part and said it would be $379 for the part. I had expected that it would cost several hundred dollars, but this was just for the part. It didn't even include labor. He hadn't told me that yet. But then he said it wasn't in stock, and they're having trouble getting parts these days. It might take as long as two weeks to get the part. Yikes! I told him that I was living out of my van and that I needed it fixed as soon as possible. 
He said he would leave a note for the manager and someone would call me on Monday. More on that in a minute. Now my optimism started to waver. My monkey mind started creating a vision, a vision of a life I didn't want. It started imagining what it would be like to live with a broken window for two weeks and the risks of leaving my van for any length of time. Someone could easily punch through the reflectix and tape and open the back door and steal things. Well, I chose to nip that in the bud because I know that that line of thinking does not serve me. I reminded myself that I'm always guided to the perfect solution. This is what we mean in the Dream Builder program when we say befriending fear. You recognize that it's trying to help and protect you. You allow it to be a companion on your life's journey, but you don't allow it to sit in the driver's seat. Monday morning, I had the idea to call the Ford dealership in Palm Springs, where I have my van serviced, and see if they could get the part sooner. The guy there said, oh no, the dealerships only have one source for parts. You should call an auto glass company. They can get the windows sooner. I was so grateful for his honesty and helpfulness. And he sounded like he really cared about me and my situation and wanted to help. Doesn't it make such a huge difference when people treat you that way? I really appreciated it. So I did a Google search for auto glass repair shops, and there were several choices. How to decide. You know, when you travel, you're constantly looking for reputable service providers. And my experience has been that reviews are not very helpful. Everybody's opinions are based on their unique expectations and perspectives on life. And often they don't sync with mine. So I decided to call the company that was paying for Google ads. I figured that someone who was willing to invest in advertising for their business would be serious about giving good customer service in order to grow their business. You know, I used to avoid those listings on Google searches, but then it occurred to me as a business person myself who's invested in Facebook advertising for my business that paid ads are a positive indicator. And sure enough, the gal who answered the phone was super friendly and helpful. She said they could have the window by the next day, and the total cost installed would be $379. The Ford dealership had quoted that price for just the part. Yay! I was so relieved and happy. It turned out that this was a mobile service, and they would come to me. I laughed and said, you don't want to come where I am. I'm camping way outside of town. Maybe we could meet at the library, and then I can get some work done while waiting for the glue to dry. She told me that the glue has to dry for an hour and a half. I mentioned that libraries often had limited hours and I would have to check, and she took the initiative to do a quick search on her computer right then and there and verified that the library was open on Tuesday. I was so impressed. She really cared about getting things done. So we agreed that I would meet the repair guy at the library. I had definitely been led to the right solution. The Ford dealership didn't call me back until almost three o'clock on Monday. The guy said they could get the part the next day and would I like a quote? I told him, no thanks, I called an auto glass shop and they're taking care of it. I expected to hear from you early in the morning. He said, oh, okay. 
Not a word of apology for the delay. So the next day, I met this nice young man in the library parking lot. His name was Leo. I told him how much I appreciated the way Lindsay had handled my call. I said, she's great. And he said, I know. And the way he said it, I figured he meant on a personal level as well. I wondered if they were married. Well, it turned out that the window was the wrong size. It was for a mid-high van, and mine has a standard low roof. He explained that it's really challenging with Ford Transit vans because they come in three roof heights, three wheelbase lengths, and a lot of other options, and the VIN numbers don't always indicate all the right information. And then he offered to give me a 5% discount for the inconvenience. I felt sorry for them as well as for me, because from the conversation he was having with Lindsay, it sounded like he was going to have to work hard and fast to fit me in the next day. I heard him say, well, babe, I'll just have to move fast and make it work. I thought, wow, this couple has a great work ethic, and they're going to be very successful. Fortunately, they were able to get the right size window by the next day, and we rescheduled. In the meantime, I needed to get some work done, so I decided to look for a fast food restaurant. They have Wi-Fi, and you can usually find a seat looking at the parking lot, so I'd be able to keep an eye on my van. And sure enough, I settled in at a Wendy's and worked for about four hours. Their Wi-Fi had a weak signal and wasn't able to load web pages very well, so I used my cell phone as a hotspot. And there was an AC outlet in the wall next to me so I could keep all the gadgets powered up. Using a cell phone as a hotspot drains the battery pretty fast. I was following the Dream Builder practice of doing what you can from where you are with what you have. The next day, Leo cleaned up the mess from the broken window and popped in the new one in about 20 minutes. I told him never mind about the 5% discount. It wasn't their fault, and I was so happy with their service and grateful to have found them. And then it turned out that because the smaller window cost less, the price installed was $325 instead of $379. So I paid less than I had expected, and they received full payment for their work. It's so amazing the way the laws of abundance work. In the Dream Builder program, one of the practices for manifesting more abundance is to be a person of increase. That means you live as if you are prosperous. You are that person. You are generous, and you trust that good always comes back to you, even if it's not from the same place that you gave. You're always provided with what you need. This is what I was practicing, and it was more gratifying to help and encourage such a nice young couple than to have saved $18 on the repair. So I went into the library and got some work done while the glue dried, and then with my van all fixed and secure again, I headed off to Colorado Springs to buy a new phone. That's the miracle story I shared last week in episode number 51. There's a sweet twist to this story. The day of the repair, I had asked Leo if he would mind if I watched him repair the window, not to monitor his work, but because I was curious to see how car windows get fixed. And he said, sure. Normally, I don't like it, but you're nice. As he was preparing to get to work, I asked him if Lindsay was his girlfriend, and he said yes. And then he told me all about their plans for their future, the business, 
the children they wanted to have, that they'd grown up in Cannon City, had family here, and had moved back here from Denver to settle down. He mentioned that he just signed a lease on a shop because it was a great location and he didn't want it to get away. And I thought, wow, here are a couple of natural dream builders with a clear vision and dedication to taking action. Well, a few days later, I was coming out of the gym and I heard a young female voice say, Hi, Marty, hi! And I'm wondering who it could be because obviously I don't know anybody in Cannon City. I looked up and this cute gal says, You don't know me, but I'm Lindsay. I'm the one you talked to about your window repair. And I said, Oh, hi, Lindsay. I'm so happy to meet you. And then Leo came around the corner. It turned out that the shop he'd just leased was right there next to the gym, and they were working on getting it ready to open before the snow season so he'd have a good place to work in the cold weather. I told them how much I appreciated Leo doing such a great job on my window and her being so kind and helpful. We chatted for a minute, and then I just had to ask her why her hair looked so amazing. It was done up like something out of a movie with ringlets and pearls. I said, your hair looks amazing. Have you two got a big date night tonight? And she laughed and said, no, we're getting married at the end of the month, and today was my hair rehearsal. And Leo's standing there looking so happy. It was adorable. What a gift it was to run into them like that and have this lovely experience. And there's more. One more little miracle. When I called AAA to find out what my deductible was and if I should report the window mishap, the gal said that my deductible for this type of thing was $250. And if I would send her a copy of the invoice, they would send me a check for the amount exceeding $250. Wow. Like I said, good always comes back to you. So have faith that everything will work out for your highest good and be a person of increase. I hope this story has inspired you and entertained you and that you'll commit to your dreams now and develop those mindsets that are in the guidebook I created for you. You can download the book at dreambigandbloom.com forward slash guidebook and you can do the scorecard online at dreambigscore.com. Not only will you realize your dreams, but you'll be able to manage stress and enjoy more peace and joy in every present moment, no matter what the circumstances, situations, or conditions. I'd love to know about your progress, and I'll be happy to answer any questions. Post in the comments and I'll respond. And if you'd love to get faster results and have massive guidance and support, consider joining the 12-week Dream Builder program. Imagine having me as your personal coach to believe in your vision, even when you have doubts, and to keep you moving forward. And imagine being a member of an exclusive group of enthusiastic, like-minded ladies who understand the Dream Builder process and cheer each other on. Let's get together for a complimentary strategy call. You'll get clarity on exactly where you are now, where you would love to be, how the Dream Builder program works, and the results you can expect. Just go to dreambigandbloom.com forward slash get started. Now, as you go, remember, the power within you is far more powerful than any circumstance or condition you're facing. Your past does not determine your future. 
Your story does not define you or your infinite potential. The dream in your heart is life seeking to be expressed and realized in the world through you. You are here to fulfill your heart's desire and live a life you absolutely love living. The dream in your heart really can become the life you absolutely love living. So here's to a life filled with peace, joy, prosperity, and miracles. Much love to you. I'm unstoppable.